Fighting for Justice with Dave, JJ, and Josh. Hope everybody's having a great Friday. So we're definitely uh, kicking it up a notch here, Fighting for Justice, and we have a new format, right? And we're going to we're, hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to have new segments. We're going to have more interaction from our audience, hopefully, and we want to keep it structured and flowing um, just to make it easier to watch and listen to. So jumping right off the bat, right? Um, here's some things that you really need to know. Okay. So Tennessee lawmakers, uh, and democratic Tennessee lawmakers, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson and Gloria Johnson, um, were voted out of the Tennessee house by their colleagues, uh, last week for bringing the proceedings to a halt on the house floor. Okay. Jones and Pearson led chance through a bullhorn as, uh, legislators instituted a recess. Okay. Because of that, their colleagues brought a call to uh, vote to call to have them expelled um, for breaking or violating the House rules. Uh, the vote resulted in Justin uh, Jones and Justin Pearson being expelled, and Gloria Johnson got to hang on by one vote. Um, this week, here's the good news, right? This week, both Justins, I'll just use that for brevity, were reinstated to their seats after being appointed to local count, uh, being appointed by their local council. So um, what do you guys think about that? You see anything about that? What are your thoughts? Um, I'll, I'll go first. I will say that first things first is that like, it's disgusting that um, the other house representatives think that they can kick people out, right? Because they don't like, um, who is who they're opposing. I think that the fact that Tennessee kind of shined a light on themselves in a negative way, but I'm glad that the people who are who they were representing, the people of Tennessee who they voted for these people showed up and said, no, you cannot. Uh, you're not going to silence us. And the right thing did happen. So eventually they got it right. But pay attention because things like these uh, are things that we need to we really, really need to look out for. Josh, what do you think? I was happy. I was happy to see it happen. Um, I, I thought uh, by them, the, and by happy to see it happen, I mean the protest. <laughs> um, what? Not happy to see them booted out of the uh, the legislative body, obviously. But um, I, I really hope that other lawmakers throughout the country see this and and realize the type of of uh, press that it gets. Because I mean, no, you know. Bad press is still good press. So, and what I mean by that is, if other Democrats are getting shut out or are not having issues that are the public cares about, they're not able to bring them to the debate floor because of, you know, other people that are stonewalling them. I guess we'll put it that way. We'll say, just because they have the majority, even how slight it is, they realize that if you take action like this, it's going to people. It's people are going to sit up and take notice. So I hopefully this is something that other lawmakers throughout the country realize is an effective way to um, get your message out. JJ, or actually, Dave, I know you got another topic. I do. Let's hear it. I think it's, yeah, this one's good for us since we're all lawyers. Everybody knows that. So this story is about Justice Clarence Thomas, okay, Supreme Court Justice. Um, so ProPublica put out an investigative report regarding 
his friendship and non-disclosure of gifts given to him by a mega billionaire Republican donor uh, by the name of Harlan Crow. Okay, the report showed that numerous personal gifts uh, were given to Thomas from Harlan, um, including things like yacht trips, <laughs> use of his personal jet, vacations. Um, and use of his real estate, right? And for instance, I like to throw this out there. It was in the report just to give our listeners an idea. He took a trip, Justice Thomas, right, with his family, took a trip. He used Harlan Crow's jet and his yacht, right? And just to put it in perspective, that would have cost any normal person about a half a million dollars, right? $500,000. So and just give you an idea of the, the kind of weight of the gifts that were being given, okay? So um, on top of that, right, yesterday, part of this report, it was um, it was kind of, it was discovered, right, that Justice Thomas owned uh, a house, right? He was part owner of a house and two vacant lots in Georgia. Now, his mother lived in the house, just to be clear. OK, um, he, they put them up for sale. And his friend, again, his friend, I say that because, you know, but his friend, Justice uh, Harlan Crow, bought the property and the two vacant lots. OK. I don't have the exact price. It was roughly about $200,000. Now, that was uh, not disclosed, okay, just like the gifts. And to be fair to Justice Thomas, right, he he did give a statement on the gifts. So the yacht, the, you know, the house, although not the property that was sold, he said he did not have to report those, right, because they were personal gifts from a friend. Now, the flip side of that is what we do know for sure is that the real estate itself that it, uh, Harlan Crow bought, that was absolutely supposed to be disclosed. He has not given a statement on that yet. Um, and that's where we kind of are. The last thing I will throw in just as an added little thing, the house, right, that um, he, Harlan Crow bought off of Justice Thomas where his mother lived. He did renovations to the home. And uh, allegedly, I will say this, right, but allegedly, at least as of 2020, Justice Thomas's mother still lived in that house. OK, don't know if she's paying rent. Um, but those are the facts, right? And I'll just sum it up with this. Uh, you know, he, there's rules at the Supreme Court, ethical duties, just like any lawyer. And that's what's being alleged he violated. So, Josh, you know, uh, have you seen anything about this? What do you think? Well, there's there's rules for all judges, right? There's ethical rules that they have to follow for for all judges. Yeah, and I think because he's a Supreme Court justice, actually, it makes it even – these people need to be even more transparent than other judges probably are. But – um, I don't know how this is fascinating to me because I don't know how he's going to get around not disclosing the, 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 the real estate deals. I, I don't know how, I, I mean, he's going to have the best law. I mean, he's going to get the best legal representation in the probably ever given to anybody because he can afford it. And he's a Supreme court justice and every lawyer is going to want to have him as a client because of what it would potentially do for their practice. But like, I, I don't know how he's going to, I, I can see the, the sort of been like, well, it's a gray area for the gifts. And, you know, I didn't technically have to do it. And there's going to be arguments back and forth on both sides on that, which are probably going to be persuasive. I mean, to me, I think you <clears throat> absolutely 150% have to disclose that stuff. And you should always be disclosing that stuff. And you should be, you should be disclosing more than you think you need to. You should be over disclosing if, if you're a Supreme Court justice, not under disclosing, but um, so I can see I can see and it will be the Democrats. So let's just say I can see the Democrats not being able to get them on 
the not disclosing of the, you know, the yacht trips and, and all that kind of junk. But like, how is he, how is he going to get around not disclosing the real estate transactions? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he's going to be able to do it. And I hope this is the way, this is what the Democrats can start to push back a, a little bit about how, you know, the way that Trump packed the court. Maybe this is an opportunity. This is a door. This is a door. It needs to be fully investigated. The door is open now. I don't know how he's going to get out of it. JJ. Uh, I mean, for me, it's not even really about how does he get out of it? Cause I don't think anything's really going to happen to him. Honestly, he's a, he is I hope a you're wrong. Supreme court justice. And I think this is going to get wiped under the rug is, is the truth of the matter. <clears throat> now, is he, did he break the rules? Yes, I think he did. Um, I think that this is something that we need to kind of just keep an eye on because it's one of those things that just like Donald Trump to me and the, the documents and the boxes, this seems to be one of those things that probably all of them kind of do. It, it seems as though him having a rich friend, right? I don't think he's the only Supreme Court justice who has probably a billionaire friend. And when you have billionaire friends, you know, they in my opinion, they have so much access to so many things that it is really, really hard to suggest that they will never uh, corrupt or have something to do with one of the things that the Supreme Court is always going to be, you know, deciding or having their hands in. So I think more importantly for us, it's just something that we should pay attention to. Um, it, as far as what happens, I'll say, let's wait and see. Dave, I'm gonna throw it to you. What do you think? Yeah, I'll keep my opinion out of it. And I'll just say this because we always talk about this, right? Uh, to me, he needs to be brought in front of Congress. Questions need to be asked. Questions need to be answered. I'm extremely skeptical that will happen because of the makeup of the House, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to, I won't sit here and blame him or say a word, right? I will say this. Transparency is the only way to solve this, okay? He needs to get up there. I want questions asked. I want him to answer them. I don't want him to lawyer his way out of this. Well, you know, I read the rule. I don't think I have to disclose it. I agree with both of you. I agree with Josh a million percent, right? Overdisclose. You're at the highest court in the land. End of story. Don't look as if you're hiding things, right? Don't look. Yeah, exa like exactly. Don't look like there's conflicts. Just tell the public. I don't care if you have a rich friend. We shouldn't care. If they give you gifts, have fun, right? Take the yacht. I would take a yacht from either of you if you offered it, okay? But if there's no transparency at the end of the day, how am I supposed to feel, right? What am I supposed to think? That you're sweeping it under the rug. Again, and I agree with JJ. Like that's, And I believe, unfortunately, that's how this will go. I hope it doesn't because I don't like how this looks. And that's where I'll leave it, right? Uh, transparency. So, but, transparency. Yeah, so real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. So you guys think he's going to walk? You guys think nothing? Like, no, like they're not going to slap him with something on this. I do, unfortunately. Oh, man. Oh. He, is, he is sitting on the, the Supreme Court, man. He's in the highest, basically, position that you could have outside of, like, the president of the United States, in my opinion. So, like, it is – and, like, nothing like this has happened before, in my opinion, as far as, like, that I can remember. So what exactly do we expect them to do? Do we expect them to as, – as Dave said, I don't even really expect them to call him – uh in front of the house to even question him so punishing him probably not gonna happen yep and so you think okay no no go ahead josh you're good 
You don't think that there's any, I, I think anyway, well, you know what, you know what, I'm going to reserve till more information comes out. But I, <laughs> I, the minute that I saw this, I'm like, Oh, they got a shot. They got a shot to get them off the bench and they can even up the court a little bit. And we don't get any more, you know, decisions sending us back to the 1600s. But anyway, well, I want to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to end it on this. I'm too skeptical with the political makeup, how much everybody fights, the infighting in Congress. They have no incentive to drag their party's Supreme Court justice in front of their body because they run it. Uh, unless the public actually cares, which I'm going to tell you, unfortunately, they don't. It's probably the least topic. You know, this is the least biggest worry on their plate. OK, there's too much other stuff going on. I'll res I hope I'm wrong. And that's where I'll leave it. If I'm wrong, then it, we're going to be better off. <laughs> so now I'm excited um, because we have a new segment and I'm going to throw it to Josh, right? This is Josh's PI corner. So Josh, take it away, sir. Dave, you're, su you're such a cynic, man. You're such a cynic. Yeah, everyone's just going to, the public doesn't care. Everyone's just going to not. Okay. Anyway. So, um, so for anybody, yeah. So we're doing a new segment here. We're going to teach a little bit. We're going to teach our listeners some more about, um, and when Dave said PI corner, that stands for personal injury. So we're going to do, um, some refresher courses. We're going to bring in new topics, but we're going to, what we're doing is we're schooling people on the elements we'll call them of, you know, personal injury. Uh, we'll talk about medical malpractice. We'll talk about a lot of stuff on here that, that, um, our firm is, 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 well, we specialize in, so let's just put it, let's just say it the way it is. So what I want to do is go back to what we first were, what we've always talked about and what we've hit on almost, we should, if we don't, we should every single podcast that we do, we should be telling people that are listening that when you buy an auto automobile in the state of Pennsylvania, and you are given the option of selecting your tort option is what it's really called. It's a tort option. You are presented with two choices. You are presented with limited, selecting limited tort, or you're presented with selecting full tort. Full tort is going to cost a little bit extra money, um, uh, you know, on your monthly, on your yearly premium or whatever. But if you select limited tort and you are in an accident that is not your fault, you are precluded, meaning you cannot recover what are called non-economic damages in the state of Pennsylvania. What does non-economic damages mean in movie law? Pain and suffering. That's what it means. You are not eligible to collect money for pain and suffering. You can get money. You can get reimbursement for time you miss from work. You can get reimbursement for you know out-of-pocket expenses that you have to put out. You have to outlay. You can get reimbursed for you know, if you have medical expenses, if you have doctor's co-pays and things like that. So that's it. You get your, you get your wage loss, you get your out-of-pocket expenses, and you get your medical expenses covered. That's all that you're eligible to recover if you have limited tort coverage. So obviously the insurance companies, they know what, the, you know, everyone knows what they want you to have, but no one ever, I, I actually just changed car insurance recently and the guy never even brought it up. What, what, what kind of, what they, well, you know what they ask you, what do you want to pay a month? And we'll structure it around that, but they never, ever tell you, they never go over with you. If you have full tort or limited tort, what the differences are going to be and how it could potentially affect it. So guys, what we've talked about before too, is if you do select limited tort and you are in an accident, that's not your fault. There are very, very, 
laid out def finite exceptions to the limited tort rule. You guys remember any of the ones that I've told you about? <clears throat> yeah. If that we've talked about. The limit, uh, the exceptions to the limited tort rule, one of them is if you're an out-of-state driver, I believe. Yeah, so if that's one, that's exception number one. If you are, if you have limited tort coverage and you're driving in the state of Pennsylvania, you're in an accident, if the driver, if the vehicle, not the driver, if the vehicle has an out-of-state tag on it, you are automatically switched from limited tort to full tort. But again, is that really a gamble you want to take? That's exception number one. Dave, what's uh, exception want, number two? Oh, okay. right. We've talked about it a million times. Exception Come on. Two. I, feel I don't like know I the know proper term, but essentially, I know them all too, I think. I, I'm proud of myself, but um, I would just frame it like this. If you're severely injured, right? Like Serious severe bodily, bodily injury. injury. Yeah. Um, and we'll, and losing we'll... a limb. I know it can be a gray area, but the exception really is serious bodily injury. Does that sound about right? And that's the, yeah. And that, and that's the most litigated one because there isn't really a rule, right? There isn't a bright line test that you can do to say what's serious bodily injury. So JJ said he knows them all. What are they? Uh, the uh, Dave said he knows them all too. Um, yeah. The third one. Wait, what did we say? We said the serious bodily injury. We said you got out the of state. you got serious bodily injury and you got out of state. Yep. Damn, the drill just jumped right out of my head. The third one, uh, a third one is, yeah, my brain just went blank. I got it. Ready? So if you're, uh, if wait, you're wait, hit by on. a no, drunk driver. Drunk driver. Dave, has, Dave just Googled it. But yeah, he, he's got it up on Google. I had it. I had it in my head. Drunk driver. I knew that. Damn it. I didn't ladies Google and gentlemen, problems. ladies and gentlemen, don't try. Yeah, Dave just Googled what are exceptions limited toward and pulled them up. And now says that he knows the number, the two, number two exception, which is, Dave. Getting hit by a drunk driver. Right. And that person actually has to be convicted or has to be put on ARD. If they're just, if they're charged with DUI and for whatever reason they beat it or the charges are dropped, you stay limited tort. You're not going to convert to full tort. You stay limited tort. So they actually have to be convicted or placed into the ARD program. That's exception number two. Exception number three, you're a pedestrian. That's four. That's I four. didn't know them all. What, well, yeah, serious bodily injury. I never think – I think of like there's the bright line exceptions and then there's the one that's like the gray that we're going to talk about where it's always in the courts. So the, But the three like bright oh, line, man. like you know right away. You know right away. Like I'm going to be – my limited tort's going to convert. You know right away if it's an out-of-state driver. You know right away if it's a – well, if they're charged with drunk driving, like it's likelihood that they're going to be – you know, there's going to be some type of a conviction. So you know number two right away. Number three right away is your pedestrian. Right, you're crossing the street. Somebody nails you in the intersection. You can go after that person's insurance. If you own a vehicle that's limited tort, not going to matter. You're still full tort because you weren't in your vehicle at the time. You were a pedestrian. That's number three of the bright line tests. Anyone got the last one? Four. Well, four. We already said it. Serious, serious injury, bodily right? injury. Oh, dude. Okay. Four is if you are a passenger in a commercial vehicle, right? Uh, so if you're oh, in, no, I didn't remember that one. If no, you're driving, yeah. I didn't know that one. That one you don't see one. as much. Okay. Yeah. So if you're a passenger in a commercial vehicle, you are also, you convert from limited tort to full tort. And then the other, the last one, I guess the fifth one that we'll call it is the one where we've been talking about before where serious bodily injury, but no one really knows what that means. So no one really, there's no, you know, the courts have written about it. They've, they've written some opinions on it, but it's a seriously, it's going to come down to, it's a case. Every case is different. 
And every case gets assessed differently when it comes to whether or not you have serious bodily injury. I mean, obviously, you know, if your arm's hanging off, that's, you're not going to get too much of a fight from that, uh, from the insurance companies who are the, ultimately the ones that are going to be looking at this. If you don't, if, if you're trying to settle it, but the, the actual definition of what is serious bodily injury, the courts have really left up in, you know, has really been a kind of a gray area and it really goes case by case. Sure. So what I want to do, unless do you guys have any questions on that. I do. I do. Have you a guys, quick or do you want to circle um, back on anything? Yeah. Wait, I do have a quick question. So like serious bodily injury in criminal defense is sort of like um, anything that is lifelong debilitating, which, you know, obviously. Right. So it's yep. like it is it's almost the same thing where it's we define it, but it has a very large amount of information that can fit in there. Is is kind of the same thing for for PI? Yes. Like it's a general yes. idea, but like it can sway depending on the facts almost every time. Yeah, and it's going to depend on like there's so many different things that can go into it too. Like, like, um, like your line of work, right? So if you are injured, there's a very good case that's always been an example that 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 plaintiffs' attorneys always use. Where, like, if you're here, here's a great example. If you're a professional violinist right? You're a professional violinist. You make a living playing in an orchestra or whatever. You're in a car accident and you break your pinky finger. Normally that's not going to, normally in a situation like that, a broken finger is not going to be considered a serious bodily injury. It's not going to convert you from limited tort to full tort. But if you're a violinist and you, and your entire, you know, your income, your livelihood is based on your ability to play an instrument and you need, and, and you can, can no longer do that, for every, for any, for whatever the extended, I mean, it obviously it depends on how bad the break is and blah, 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 blah. But if you can no longer do that, the courts have said that constitutes a serious impairment of a bodily function, serious impairment of a bodily function, which a court says can be considered serious bodily injury. So there you go. It's, it's literally it, the, 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 the margins are that tiny when it comes down, like that, that's a, that's an actual Pennsylvania case where you know the defense was like there's no way it's just a broken pinky it's going to be an you know we're going to get this thrown out blah 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 and the court said no that's a serious bodily injury because it's a it's a severe it's a it's a impairment of this person's bodily function that they use to earn their livelihood and that they no longer can do for however that's you know for I, however long last thing i would say this i sometimes i just really hate the law because we go outside of our way to make things so difficult so like it's a serious impairment of bodily function, which is another way of saying serious bodily injury. Like, why do we always got to make things difficult? <laughs> because, yeah. So somebody brought it in front of the court at some point and was like, Judge, we don't know. You guys got to tell us what serious bodily injury means. And the and court just spun it around. Serious impairment of bodily function. That and then said, you guys go figure it out. <laughs> like, that's. Go ahead. So, yeah. keep going. Though. So, yeah. I mean, it's a case. It's it's It literally comes down to every specific set of facts and every specific set of like injuries and what, and, and literally the, the effect that it has on that, like on that particular person. So you guys remember like torts in law school. I don't remember much of it, but you remember torts, you remember like the eggshell plaintiff rule, like you find, you take the plaintiff as you find them. So if you run over somebody that is, you know, if you run over a leper, <laughs> Or you run over somebody that uh, you know is a hypochondriac, and they can never and they bleed out. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like you found that person as they were, so you have to take that as 
you, I mean, obviously you have no idea when you run them over, but you're going to find out, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah. So do you guys, how are we doing? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You can move on. What we're going to do next week too, what I want you guys to do is, um, since you guys both have, you guys are both Pennsylvania motorists. You both have Pennsylvania insurance. Um, I want you guys to bring in, you know, get your insurance pages from your, uh, from your companies, bring them in. We're going to go over them with everybody. If you guys are cool with that. And we'll talk about what specific options you guys have if you're in an accident, because look, I'm going to tell you 99, the only people that actually know what their options are, are attorneys and insurance agents. That's it. No one, like if you ask somebody else, if you walked up to somebody at Wawa and you're like, yo, limited tour, full tour, like blah, 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 blah. They they would have no idea, no idea. So what I want to do, um, going back from, you know, the serious bodily injury stuff I have, I pulled from, from cases that have happened in Pennsylvania. Um, I pulled a couple different like fact patterns, right? So, um, the kind of injuries that the plaintiff sustained the, um, you know, the impact that it had on her life. I mean, these are really, really brief summaries, but I want you guys to tell me, and these people are all limited tort, right? These are all people that were limited tort that came before the court and said, judge, I have serious bodily injury and what the courts have decided, whether or not that converts to limited tort or whether you stay limited tort or you convert to full tort. So I want to, and by doing this, I want to show our listeners, number one, how difficult it can be if you have limited tort, how hard it is to establish a serious bodily injury. And number two, why it is that you need to, regardless of your tort status, you need to contact an attorney and have it evaluated by them, especially us. So, because we're the ones that are going to be able to tell you based on, you know, your medical prognosis, whether or not it's something that we think that we can help, but you don't just make that decision yourself. Never make, never just think, oh, I'm limited tort, so I'm not going to do anything. No, 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 no. Get an opinion from an attorney. All right. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get all these right. Don't worry. No, you're not. I guarantee you you're not. So the first question, I, the first fact pattern that I have is a situation. Again, these are all auto accidents. These are all people that were limited tort. So this person was rear-ended in an accident, appeared at at an emergency room the same day, had had neck and back pain. Okay? Normal x-rays. And then from then on, only only seeks very limited or sporadic treatment for the first two years, two years of sporadic treatment um, following the accident. Uh, She claims that she didn't treat because she didn't have a job and she didn't have insurance, right? So she doesn't treat. Mm -hmm. So 15 months after the accident, 15 months after the accident, she gets a job that has medical benefits with it. She goes and she has, because I guess she's, cause she's still having problems with her neck and her back. She gets an MRI and they have, she has two large bulging discs that are herniated. And then she actually, it's the same, means the same thing, but so she has two herniated discs and she is then undergoes a course of, let's see, inflammatory medications and injections. She's also able to work full time as a medical transcriber but she wore ice packs on her neck and back while working at her computer terminal. Do you guys need me to repeat any of that? You nope. got it? All right, Dave. She go, Her lawyers bring the case before the court. She's limited tort. They say it's serious bodily injury. What do you say? The court agrees. Why? Because I can tell by the way you're reading the facts. 
Really? <laughs> then I got to do a better job. Okay, I got it. That's on me then. You know I'm right. Yeah, so I would exactly. have said, I would have said absolutely not, because it just doesn't seem like uh, a case that should. I was right? about but to say I'm you gave the answers. Yes. You gave us too much information as attorneys. You read it as like why <laughs> you 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 even specifically pointed out the things that a court would care about in order to get yeah. to the decision. So like, should it have? Would, in my opinion, that's not serious bodily injury. But it sounds like the court said yes. Right. So why did they say yes? They. Probably why do you think that yes that's due to the? Why do you think it's serious? In my opinion, probably due to the severity of the injuries. Yeah, I would like I would say due to limited mobility would be my guess. Right. So if she has two bulging discs. You know, <clears throat> my guess is she was having problems either walking, moving around. I could be wrong, but I feel like there has to be something in there or the fact that she couldn't work without tending to her pain potentially. Yeah, and that's you guys are right. I guess I got to do a better job. I got to read the I got to give you guys more. Uh, no, you have to give us less facts. Less More facts, facts. Is not gonna, uh, because we're going to read it the same way that you are as an attorney, which like you're reading it as like less spin. Us only the. Yeah. Yeah. I heard your you know, spin when you said she didn't treat yeah. for she treated sporadically 15 months. The way you said that, I was like, well, they gave it to her. Josh disagrees. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> yeah. No, that's right. I Yeah. So I got to read, I got to read the facts more, you know, poker faced. I can't, yeah, I, I can't say, just read them, read them less read. like the lawyer you are and just read them. Just tell us the facts. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would agree yeah, with this, you though. I don't, it sounds like, I don't think it, it really was, but I, actually it really more, the thing that my guess that probably pisses you off, Josh, is that she didn't treat for a very long time. So in my opinion, in your head, you're like, how do they know that this incident is from the actual accident from like 15, 16 months ago? And the court was like, eh, okay, the, you guys aren't saying there's anything that was like serious in between there. So like, of course, it's probably from the accident. Yeah. And what the, the big thing that they did was um, they found that because the, the, the time period that she didn't have insurance, right? So they, they said she didn't treat, but in this kind of rare limited circumstance, we're not going to hold that against her because she didn't have um, a, an ability to pay for the treatment, right? Like, so no one's going to sure. So the the the, the court gave a lot of weight to that. So anyway, we're going to try to do another one. We're going to do another one, but poker face, poker face, Josh. Yeah, less facts, less facts, less Josh facts. Yeah. There you go. Let's Josh facts. <laughs> All right. You guys just want, how about we just do this? Here's a plaintiff, bulging disc, right? Confirmed by MRIs. She had to, based on that, she had to reduce her work schedule because she could not stay in one position for one time. She could not walk more than one block at a time and was prevented uh, from bathing her children, she told the, the court, because of the bulging disc. Is this car accident? JJ. What happened? Yeah, they're all car, they're all car accidents. Okay. They're all limited tort. All right, they're all limited, limited tort. tort. How did she get? Uh, I guess rear end to two. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it really know. doesn't. Yeah, it, okay. yeah. I don't know that part, but the accident wasn't. It you know obviously wasn't her fault. Okay. And you said my bad. For as far as work, what was her work? Uh... 
So she, and this is why this is that's work stuff is really important. So she had to reduce mm-hmm. her work schedule. She had to reduce her work schedule, but she was never like written out of work completely, but she had to reduce her work schedule. Um, and she had to take, she could not stay in one position for long periods of time. So she had um, to take like, get up and walk around and she had to use ice packs. My guess is that the court probably said no because you probably picked one yes and one no that had very similar fact patterns. <laughs> this is exactly the same. So I would say yes based on the last one because it's kind of the same situation, but the courts are crazy. So I'm just going to guess no. Yeah, I'm actually going to say yes because I have faith in courts. I don't understand. The other woman worked with her injuries, right? And let me just lay out my reasoning. The other case that we just heard, the woman worked but had the same injury. Now, I know she had two bulges, right? Two disc um, issues. This this woman had one. She reduced her work schedule. Now, not bathing her child, unfortunately, I don't think that's any kind of claim that matters. It shows her, at least what I was kind of saying before, right? Her lack of mobility. So I'm going to go ahead and say yes. You're going to say yes, it converted to full tort? Yes. I don't see why it should not have based on the last one, though. I agree. It was. It, it was converted. See, they they oh, converted that wow. to full tour. Just because of the, yeah, because of the bulging disc, right? And because of the fact that it had, um, it had an effect on her ability. Like, it didn't completely take her out of work, but it had an effect on her ability to, like, it had an effect on the time that she was able to put into the job, right? So, it potentially affects her ability to advance, make a higher pay, like, et cetera, et cetera. Things. So uh, I guess the point I'm trying to show you guys is there's like a million things that go into these, this analysis, sure. which backs up onto the fact is why you got to get full tort. So you don't have to go through all this, but if you are limited tort, you've got to have an attorney review it. You still have to have it reviewed because there are ways, there are specific exceptions depending on things that are going on, depending on the specific fat, the specific effect the accident has on you, you is what counts the most. So have always have us take a look at it. Free consultation. Sure. Always have us take a look at it before you decide um, what you want to do. What do you guys want to do? You want to do another one? You guys want to move on? Give us one more because I like the way you read that and I thought I was wrong. You did? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was wrong. Completely wrong. I agreed with JJ, but I was like, I'm not. No, I'm going to stick with my heart, but I know I'm wrong. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, they were they're same, basically the same injury. Like, it should, if one went, they both should have, but we both know that the court is not always consistent, so. I was about to All have right. my heart broken. Yeah, give us one more real quick, and then we'll roll One more. All right. Plain, plaintiff, limited tort plaintiff, is diagnosed with sprains of his thoracic spine, cervical spine, and lumbar spine. So for whatever, everybody should, that means your neck, your mid-back, and your lower back. So sprains, strain sprains. And he testifies, the plaintiff testifies that he has um, ongoing, like, radiculopathy, which is numbness that runs down his right, like, from his right shoulder down to his right hand. And because of that, because of the ongoing radiculopathy and the nerve damage, he can no longer work as a plumber, right? So he's got to switch from being, he's got to switch his job from being a plumber and he, and he, I think he, go, he actually, it says he goes into, he enrolls in like electrician school and goes through the process to become an electrician. So do you guys need me to recap? Strain sprains all, all through his back, but nerve, but nerve impingement on his right shot on his right side that requires him to stop his work as a plumber. I don't know how long he was a plumber, which to me would be important 
Uh, but I don't have that here in the opinion. I, Dave. I'm going to go first on this. I'm going to say yep. no, solely for the reason, one, a sprain to me. I'll be honest. I actually never heard of that. I didn't know you could sprain. I've only heard of bulging disc and issues with your vertebrae, et cetera. So with that yeah. being said, I could be ignorant, but a sprain. Well, it's more like the muscle. It's the muscles around this. I'm not saying he sprained his spine. So he no, no, sprained the muscle. I know. Yeah, I know. He, sp he sprained the muscles around. Yeah, anyway. So, and I'm going to say no because of what you said at the end there. So he can't be a plumber, but he can be an electrician. Okay. Did I give it, it away? Make any sense. No, you did not. No, no. This is okay. the facts, right? The fact that you said he's going to be an electrician. You still have to use your hands. It's the same job. It's just a different thing in the house you work on. I'm saying no. Judge Schrenfeld says no. JJ. I say no as well, but I want to make an argument for yes. <laughs> like, here's my thing is that if do it if what he is if what he is saying is that and he can prove this that the the accident is causing like i guess numbness down his right side or his left whatever side it is so much so that he actually cannot work um i would say that that would qualify as serious bodily not being able to use uh, half of your your body, essentially the top half of your body, would qualify a serious bodily injury. My only concern would come from the court, uh, essentially as Dave's saying, basically. So you you quit one job that requires your hands to go to another one that should require your hands. I'm not really sure how they're going to fix that part because it sounds like your hands work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, like, which realistically, I think... I'm going to say, like, the court should probably say no because that, like, it was a bad argument, is really what it is. Like, just because he said that doesn't mean that it's real. And it probably came down to the court not really believing him, being like, eh, good try, agree. but probably not. Yeah. It definitely could have come down to credibility. I, I agree. I agree with you there. Um, Dave's right. You guys are both right. Limited tort did not overcome. Okay. They said. They said it was not a because it did not have a significant impairment on his ability to earn wages, right? So it did not. <laughs> yeah. They're like you're you're telling us that you had to quit being a plumber, but you're going to go be an electrician and probably make more money. So we're not gonna we're not gonna and you probably can still use your hands, right? Exactly. Let's 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 stop. Let's so, stop. Uh, you know, sugarcoating this, the, the, the judges said, we don't so believe ding, you. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't, so, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. That's all that right. when you said it, it wasn't how you said it, Josh. I was just like, it's like me saying I can't write anymore, but now I can type like, listen, the hands work, the hands work, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. So, yeah. So it was not, it was not an insif. It was not a significant impairment for, on his life for an extended period. That was essentially their, their decision. But again, it shows you, I mean, you, I basically gave you guys two identical fact patterns and one, and one pretty similar and they got complete and the, the results were totally different. So again, correct. No. Limited tort does not, there are ways to get around it. Let's do it. Let's call us for the evaluation, but you don't want to play the game. And remember, here's the other thing, just real quick, guys. If you choose limited tort, everybody in your house is limited tort, not just you. I don't know if you guys knew this. So if, if I have limited tort and I'm driving around with my kids and I get in an accident and I'm fine, but my kids are banged up, limited tort. Correct. So you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting any other family member that's going to be in that car with you. Remember that, guys. All right. All right. So moving on, we are going to go to our next uh, block, which this one is simply titled 
you really want to argue? <laughs> like, oh do you, yeah. Do you do you really want to argue about this? <laughs> okay, let's argue. So the first one, first thing on the chopping block. Do you really want to argue? Where can you go to get the best cheese steaks in this tri-state area? That includes Philadelphia, Delaware County, Monco, Chester. We can go out far, Lancaster. You know, we can keep it in the areas that we basically go to. Um, we can go to New Jersey. Now we don't we don't practice in New Jersey, but we got a couple uh, friends out there. So sure, you really want to you really want to argue? Where can you get these the best cheese steak? Dave, I'm gonna toss to you. Where are you yeah, going? I'll start up first because I've eaten them all because I'm, you know, I got I got a little extra meat on me. Um, I said Jersey, but I'm gonna take it back because there is a spot in Jersey that's ridiculous. But I stick with my hometown favorite. It's Delisandro's, right? There is no question. <laughs> um, I don't really have to justify it because it it is the best, right? And that's just how that works. Like it's you know when it's the number one thing, there really isn't an argument, right? It's delicious. It's the best thing on the planet. I, and that's my argument. Stella Sandro's hands down. Prove me wrong. I'll wait. You got something in there, Josh? I've never, I've never, I've never actually had Della Sandro's. So that that's, by the way, what a perfect topic. What a perfect first debate for a podcast based in the, the, you know, the tri-county area, because everyone's going to have an opinion on this. <laughs> and you know, anyone watching the show, make sure you send, if you've got an opinion as well, make sure we hear from you. But, um, what, Dave, where's yeah, where's Del Sandro's real fast? Roxborough. Where's it? It's yeah, okay. Roxborough, right above Manion. And is right. it one of the ones? And is it one of the ones where you have to like you have no chance of getting in there unless you you're there at like three in the morning? Or is it? No, they do no, a it's... great job now, man. Yeah, the but line moves pretty, pretty well. Yeah, they know how to pump out you know these meat logs is what I'm saying. And it but how, how much long. for how much for a Del Sandro sandwich? They raise it a dollar, so it's I don't know eleven maybe twelve. 11, it was like yeah, 10. see, man, I'm sorry. The best Philly cheesesteak is really, it's really not one place, in my opinion. If you go to, like, any um, urban area and you go to a poppy store, you will be <laughs> able to probably get a cheesesteak and fries, a platter, for that same $10, $11, and those cheesesteaks are going to slap every time. Like, there's something <laughs> about going to the poppy store that you can get the cheesesteak with the fries and a drink. And a, and you got to have the bev. So stop playing <laughs> with me because, like, if wrong. you get them, if you get all these things, you could probably go to, to most poppy stores and get all three of those things that I just said, the cheesesteak, the fries, and a bev. For under your eleven or twelve dollars, holla at me. Delisandro's is for the tourists. <laughs> nice. Well, then you're gonna love mine, dude. I, honestly, like my the the best. And I and I've like I've never really. Here's the here's what I'm gonna say with it first. I've never really had a bad cheesesteak in my entire life. Like I'm I'm fine just eat, dude. Like honestly, I've never had a bad one. Like I would uh, I would eat it every. Dude, I would eat the the. I'll eat the fucking sorry sorry. I'll eat the. <laughs> I'll eat the steakums, frozen stuff, with like the with the Velveeta cheese, like with the or uh, like I'll eat that. I'll just like like wolf it down. I, I like that's how much I love it. Anyway, um, Tony Luke's. Oh, when you, okay, uh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I <laughs> are you getting up to leave? It probably, that? it probably, yeah. If it, it was, it, that's a really definitely touristy thing to say too. But like, that's all right. Th- that's the one that stands in. out to me. I I just want to chime in because I said I've eaten them all. I've never eaten Tony Luke's because I absolutely refuse. I will not. I don't care if they're free. I'll throw it on the ground. It's I hate okay. it. No, I'm not doing it. But it, it, this is this is your opinion, well, Josh, and you're allowed to have it. You're allowed to have it. That's almost how I feel about like Patsajitos. Like I've been there before, but like Yeah, they're nothing they, great. They get, right. They get such a you know, everybody oh, you gotta go to Philadelphia, get Patsajitos. I'm like, nah, that's not they must have they got real big back in the day when nobody knew any better. Oh and now I, there's a whole right, bunch right, of right. like one because if you wanna argue, listen, it there's there's at least some You really nostalgia. wanna argue? Yeah, there's at least some nostalgia. With the that's what I mean. That, that's that's that what I mean. Created the cheesesteak, right? Pat's, not Gino's. So I treat Pat's and Gino's like I treat my friends, right? So I went to Pat's. I won't go to Gino's either, right? I've never eaten Gino's because I go to Pat's and I look at Gino's and I say, "How dare you!" Right? And I'll give you a little <laughs> insider. It's just like when I go to Delosandros and I look across the street and I see Chubby's and I say, "How dare you open a cheesesteak place across the street from this place?" Right? So listen, Pat's. I know it's a touristy place. I know, like, it's not bad. It's not the best by far, but you know, I give them props. Listen, they took a steak, they took some ribeye and threw cheese on it with onions, and they said, "I bet people eat it." They were right, okay. So, uh, but I understand they're not the best, right? I would never call them, uh, but I never had Geno's, and I won't for the record. Or Tony Luke's, or Tony Luke's, right? Yeah, you won't have Tony Luke's either. Okay. All right. So fair enough. All right. So that that. <laughs> Let us know what you think, guys. everybody. Exactly. Let us know what you think. The next one is, who is the best sports team in the city of Philadelphia? Who do you think commands the most respect, has the most fans? And what do you think uh, that word even means, the best sports team in Philadelphia? Oh, I know what Dave's. I know. I know what Dave's. Yeah, I already know what Dave's going to say. So, well then, well, um, then you go. The best. The be, Yeah, the best sports team. Uh, I, in my opinion, is the Eagles um, because I think number one, the fan base is is the probably the. I mean, one of the best in the entire country in terms of like dedication and just insane insanity, which which I love. And I'm not even a like I'm not even an Eagles fan. I'm not even like a really a Philadelphia sports fan. But it's so cool living in the town where like the whole country hates. I love like I love how like the whole country like roots against Philadelphia just because everybody are assholes. How do you qualify that though? Is like the would you call them the the like how do you qualify that the best? As like you're saying like everybody hates us. I think more people hate the Dallas Cowboys. I th- I don't think the Eagles are like the most hated mm. team. Mm. You don't really. You think more people hate know. the Cowboys than the Eagles? Absolutely. I think that more people in this area, but like that. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. How how about this, Jay? Not the most hated team. I would agree with Josh. Maybe the most hated fans. Like Philly fans are rough, man, on opposing teams. Uh, Philly fan. Listen, I I will say Philly probably above and beyond anywhere else. Anywhere else. Okay. I mean, and and Philly fans are the same way against their own teams, too, though. That's what people don't get. Like people that don't live around here don't realize like how hard, how demanding the Philadelphia fan base is to the, to the ownership of the teams and to the players on the teams. Like we, they will go after like relentless, like there, you don't get that in other towns, maybe in New York, but I I don't know. Like it, like the Philly fan base, 
loves to give it to their own people. Loves of to, course. you know what I mean? They, Which they just other love to be don't... loud and 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 like. And I'm, you know, I'm looking for another nice word, but every word after loud is not going to be nice. You, dude, <laughs> you cannot. There are no nice words to right. to put with the Philadelphia fan base. No, there is the rambunctious. Yeah, dedicated. It is to me the the word is fanatical. They are fanatical. That 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 yeah. really is how they are. That is a good. That's, that's a great transition. You know why? Because here's here's I'm not going to take the easy path like Josh, right? Yeah, I'm just going to take the easy, Eagles. Well, of course, that's easy. I'm going to take the Phillies, right? And I'm only I'm going to base it on this, and I'm probably wrong. So this is going to be an argument that I make where I don't even know facts because this is what happens sometimes when you argue. I think they're the hey, oldest we lawyers. Team in Philly. I think they're the oldest team in Philly, right? I'm a, I think the oldest sports franchise. Now I could be wrong on that, but that's listen. It's baseball to me. Baseball was started first. I'm assuming the Phillies were one of the first sports teams here. Whatever, right? To me, the baseball team itself just kind of represents Philadelphia the most, right? Like, I mean, they're in South Philly. You have diehard Philly fans. They probably, right, because of what Josh was saying, have actually a bigger reach around the country because it you know the eagles fan base doesn't stretch too far out of philly right like it just doesn't because of what josh was saying like they are <clears throat> like the eagles are really like philly's team man and then outside of that people hate philly, the eagles right so for me i'm gonna stick with america's pastime which i'm not sure that's a thing anymore but i'm gonna take the phillies and i don't really know how to quantify the best because here's what i'll say i'm assuming the Phillies have more championships than the Eagles, right? So if we want to get into who's the best, many, right, many, we more. can we can throw that out there, right? And I, I think this is an argument where no one's going to be right, but I'll take the Phillies on this one. I'm, and and just for the record, I don't even like baseball. If I was going to pick, I'd take the Sixers. If I was basing on sports, I like. <laughs> yeah, let me just. And Dave brought up something because JJ, you asked me what what how would you quantify the best, and my mm -hmm. the way I would do that would be. <laughs> like who has the longest period of like continued or sustained success in the, in the sport that they're playing. And I think Dave's right. I think it would probably be because the Eagles have been, I mean, the Eagles were so bad for so long. I mean, they like new ownership came in and they, they've obviously now they're probably the best run franchise in the league, but like the yeah. Sixers, very, very sporadic. Um, you know, they had some years in the seventies and then the Barkley stuff, but like they've never really, yeah. I mean, since Iverson, have they contended at all? No, I mean, right? No, no, so no, no, the no. Phillies are old. Uh, see, you're not going to talk on my squad like that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to have a six. <laughs> well, let's hear uh, your uh, argument, that's another, man. Let's that's go. Another, I, I, was, I was waiting, but, you know, Josh. Who's the winningest? Forever. Who's the winningest? Philly. That would be interesting. To uh, it looks like I'm looking right now. It looks like the Phillies have. But it depends on, like, how you want to call it. Because before the Super Bowl wasn't always, like, the the mm -hmm. championship before the merger and i think yeah, the, yeah, yeah. right the yeah, eagles yeah. i think won sometimes before it was called the super bowl yeah and yeah they so won the like, championship right so they may the have nfl more, is the but nfl they only championship. have one super bowl it looks Correct. like the phillies have at least two one from 2008 one from 1980 i don't see any more and then they lost a few times Looks like mm -hmm. they, we've all, all all of our teams have lost in the finals quite a bit. Yeah, but I would year. put that I would this still year. classify that towards success <laughs> or to yeah, yeah exactly. So my my go is I'm rock with the Sixers because basketball is my first <laughs> love. Uh, the Sixers are my favorite squad. 
I'm going to say the Sixers because of like a couple of things. Number one, Dave, I'm going to give you your props. Yes, the, the Phillies are the oldest. Looks like 1883 they've been around. So they are long before everybody else. Um, but baseball is dying. It's a boring sport. So like, I don't <laughs> think they, I don't think they win hockey in my opinion is really kind of like only a certain amount of demographic really is going to follow. So it's between basketball and football to me, football. Can has I, can I cut you off though followers. real quick? Sure. Cause I, I, oh, I, 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 sorry, because I'm so sick of the disrespect because you do it. And so does everybody else in Philadelphia. We also have a professional soccer team. We have the Philly Union. No one ever talks about them. They went to the championship last year. There's my rant, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right. We should have absolutely mentioned the Philadelphia Union as one of the best. Anybody want to put them up? You want to pick them, Dave, since you brought them up? Never. Yeah, yeah you can't put them up. up. You can't put – yeah, you can't put them up against the That's why we didn't bring them up. Against the Eagles and the Phillies. Good try, though. Right, good try. Listen, you know what you bring them, Give them a little respect. Give them a little respect. That's all. Right. Okay, I'll give, I'll give them an honorable mention. There's their honorable Thank mention. You, you gave you. it to them, and unfortunately, soccer is not really big in the U.S. So no, 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 no. We have the between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Sixers. So number one, I am biased because it's always good to point out your biases. I don't like the NFL. I don't like the owners. So <laughs> I'm I don't want to pick the Eagles. I do like the NBA. Um, the Sixers, to me, they always like it's I believe that Philadelphia connects the most with the Sixers. They are always, in my opinion, not always, but they're consistently OK. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. they give you a team where you can hope like this year. We don't have the best team. We're third in the East. But I think that we can we win. Sure. Is it going to take mm-hmm. we is going to take a, a little bit of luck and a little bit of, you know, uh, higher expectations, maybe. But I think Philadelphia, that's kind of our sweet spot where we're like, every once in a while, we can surprise you. My vote is for the 76ers. Well, hey, fans, let us Eagles. know what you think. Yeah, that's let us know what, what you guys think. <clears throat> so that's going to wrap up, guys. Um, what do we call it? You really want to argue? And we're going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> go into our last little segment, which is just a couple of things that we have gone through this week in court. So you guys can hear about the things that we like that bug us. Um, Josh, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, let's see. So we were, I was in um, Chester County Com- court of common pleas, which is in Westchester, um, Pennsylvania or Chester County uh, recently. Um, and I found the one thing that I, I, I will never, ever, ever get used to doing covering or doing any kind of criminal work or anything like that is the sheer amount of time that you spend sitting on a bench in a courtroom waiting for people to come out of their dressing room to actually start. Like you spend so much time as an attorney sitting and waiting in court, especially when you do criminal, um, when you do criminal law, when you're in court every day, it's it's unbelievable to me the amount of time lawyers waste or lose sitting and just waiting in court. Like, do you know, like the stuff that I do, you, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not as uh courtroom intensive. So I just feel like it's, a, my, I, I use my time. I allocate my time a lot better and it's not completely dependent on a judge when they decide to come out and actually start the day. It's incredible. That's my rant for, um, that's been my rant for many, many, many years, but it just it was just reinforced this week about, you're like, where is, where is this person? I've been sitting, I've been sitting here for 20 minutes and I'm like, nothing's happening. Anyway, yep. 
Dave? Yeah, I. Uh, so today, you guys are going to love this. So I had a case in uh, Montgomery County, quarter complex in Norristown. And it's it's not in the main courthouse, right? It's across the street where they handle all domestic relations, PFAs, custody, divorce, all that kind of fun stuff, right? I go up to the ninth floor. There, it's your standard. There's about 95 people there for PFA today. And the first thing I notice is the fact that it's about 114 degrees, right? And I'm like, what is it? What is going on right now, right? So figure it out, you know, figure out the case. I go into the courtroom, talk to the clerk, right? And I say, you know, I'm talking to her about what I need to do. And then I say, listen, air conditioner's broke, huh? She says, no, the air conditioner's not broke. It is a new county policy that they're not going to turn the air conditioners on until August 1st. So there's wait, my rant. Wait, 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 hold. <laughs> wait, hold. What county is this? <laughs> this is Montgomery County, and I promise I'm not mincing yeah. words. That's what I was told by the clerk. This is for your tax of dollars, please? ladies and gentlemen. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly what came out of my mouth, Josh. I all said our, I am all not our Marco taxes. cases just got more expensive. No. Like, and until, dude, August, until August 1st, until they turn to the air conditioning, it's going to cost like, more money now. Like, and one last thing, like, look, I just want you guys to understand how bad it was, right? The, they didn't let anybody in the courtroom yet besides the lawyers, but the sheriffs came out back, right? And they all were carrying box fans, giant box fans and setting them up because they're like, yeah, I can't. Crazy. I'm too hot. Like, I'm wearing my armor. I'm wearing my suit. You know what I mean? So yeah, they were a lot. my rant for the week. There's my how rant. long. OK, we need how air long. Conditioning. How long did you sit and wait? Oh, me? What'd you say? No, yeah, no, no, this no, morning. No. I, I sat and waited about 14 seconds because it was imperative <laughs> that my case was listed first. So I talked to the clerk. I got out of there. But you're not wrong. No, but, like how you were in and out of a, of a court of a court of common pleas in 14 minutes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listen, I, Incredible. I'll get props or props is due. Judge Clifford, who handles these. Well, listen, he's on time and he wants like, I, here's my guess because he's hot, right? In and out, Cl in and out. Judge in Clifford, out, golf go. clap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah good hot trust me the robe made him hot he wants to be in and out jj what'd you do this week uh all right so mine is so i went to philadelphia and i am on this kick about like how is it that every time we have to show up as criminal defense attorneys we have to be ready our clients have to be there on time if they're ever late they need doctor's notes signed by the doctor they want your first born from the doctor they like if you came in sick they like legit they want real information in order for us to get continuances and i go into the court and i'm like uh go talk to the district attorney oh i didn't i didn't do anything yet i have i'm just going to get a continuance because it's the first listing and shout out to judge simmons right like i showed up we put that argument on and I'm just essentially like tired of the Commonwealth feeling like they can waste my time. Like if I have to be here and you have to be here, we should hold each other to the same kind of standard, but they seem to think that because they are busy, that being busy is an excuse for not being ready at a first listing for a preliminary hearing. There are still people whose lives are on the on the line for these things. So I wish that they did a little bit better of a job being ready at the first listing and not just expecting a continuance as if, you know, it's gonna get granted, don't even, don't even question me. So in my opinion, I feel like, well, why am I here? You could have called me and told me, 
ahead of time you weren't ready you weren't ready right that you weren't ready and i didn't have to be here but instead because you had 40 or 20 cases on the list you waited i showed up and when i come to talk to you your response is oh well, i haven't done anything yet i'm just requesting a continuance but if i were to do that my head would get chopped off correct so that's my yeah opinion. i agree correct. we i know we should make that a recurring theme too um I, I think every time every week because all of us are in court every week we should be coming in here and talking about cases that that we showed up for that they weren't ready to proceed on and by that i mean the commonwealth Right. That should yeah, be a recurring because too. it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, I agree with JJ. I mean, it's outrageous. Like it's and just, here's the funny thing, right? It builds right into what you're saying. John. It's a whole nother segment we could do people, though. What a lot of people don't just take into account is defense attorneys. And I know no one feels bad for us. This is just us complaining, but at the end of the day, we get to deal with judges who don't necessarily care about our time. Right. So if they tell us to be there at eight 30, they might come out at 10 30. And all we did was sit there for two hours to just be told it's the first listing. I didn't talk to the victim. I didn't interview the witness. I can get a continuance because I'm the Commonwealth. So, okay, cool. Yeah. I wasted three hours of my life. My client had to call off work, which I know you don't care about. And here we are. And I'll be back next month to do it because we have. And here's the other reason that you guys should care is because these are your tox tax dollars. I'm sorry. These are like the district attorney is being paid. The We are all being paid, right? The, if, unless you are a private attorney, yeah. the government is paying everybody else to be there, right? So the court stenographers, the judges, yep. the district attorneys, the the court reporter, like every the police officer, the police officers, the sheriffs, everybody's uh, money is coming from your tax dollars. So essentially, that first preliminary hearing is a waste of everybody's money. They almost Correct. never go on the first listing. Yep, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, and it's guys. never our fault. Oh. We're very rarely. Let's wrap <laughs> it's it. Let's rare, wrap it. Rarely. Rarely. So let's wrap that Wrapping up. it up. Here. So what are you guys doing this weekend? Let's. Uh, I, want, I want you guys to give us a little quick little snippet of what everybody's doing. And then we're going to ask you guys, uh, who do you think is going to have the most fun this weekend? Or who All would you right. rather first. So, My weekends yeah, are always so simple, right? Because here's the deal. <laughs> Starting Friday, I'm going to go home and I'm going to stay there. Um, Saturday, it's going to rain. I already looked, so I'm going to stay there. Right. Um, I'm going to play a video oh, game. Really? It's going to rain. Gonna eat. Damn it. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I always look All ahead because right. the only thing I would be doing is disc golf. We're also right? starting but to I'm... swear a swear jar. Josh, you owe us two dollars. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe on Sunday, it looks like it's going to rain half the day. But I'll tell you, if it doesn't, then I'm going to fit in a round of disc golf. I'm going to finish my Sunday by uh, sitting in my room and laying there. And it's going to be dark and cold. And it's going to be quiet, and I'm going to enjoy my weekend. Josh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, baby. Dude, it's going to be – well, I'm going to try to – again, I'm going to try to survive. I'm going to try to come back in here on Monday in one piece, um, you know, keep the house standing. And I have a – so when I get home today, like, you guys are going to be like, oh, it's so nice to be home on a Friday. I can kick back and have a drink. Knock what's going to happen in my house. No, like, no, like, so I got a, I have a five-year-old, a four-year-old and a, and a, and a one-year-old. So we have a birthday party tomorrow. The four-year-old has a birthday party for one of his friends from school. And we are going to urban air. It's in downtown. It's a trampoline park. And yep. for an hour, the kids just run around and jump on and, and like, they, they throw balls at each other. They throw balls at me. And they just run around for like an hour, <laughs> screaming their screaming their brains out, and they climb up on stuff and they fall off it. 
and they run into me and they demand, and then at the end they demand food. So that's going to be my, <laughs> my weekend, or at least my Saturday is going to be urban air at the trampoline park. And you guys know on Monday, like you guys are going to want to do what I did over the weekend, not what Dave or JJ did. If you want to relax, do what they did. <laughs> My weekend will be the anti will will be anti will be anti relaxing. Um, I will probably drink, but it'll be after everybody's in bed, and and then you know I'll I'll have one drink and then I'll fall asleep like on the couch, and then we start all over again at six a.m. on Sunday morning. We start it all over. What's what's going on? So on Friday, I got two quick questions for you. On Friday, or like today, bring it. When you go home, are you preparing mentally for Saturday, or are you like, look, I got to deal with Friday first? Oh no, I'm already like, I can already see the weekend coming. Like once I get through, like yeah, it's right about now, Friday afternoon, where I'm like, I can see the weekend coming, and I'm like, man, I gotta like. I got to like <laughs> relax and kind of try to meditate and like prepare for the, the, the mental anguish that's going to happen over the next 48 hours. Dude, work is easy. I'm telling you, like <laughs> it's the exact opposite of when we like work is easy. The weekends are like you, you dread like Friday afternoon. You're like, oh man, I wish I could work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay. So my next anyway. question is after Saturday, you come back, you're tired, you have your drink, you sleep. On Sunday, is that like a recuperation day? How do you recuperate from a day out with three kids there's, until the there's, next day? Dude, like, you don't recover. There is no recuperation period. This is what people <laughs> like that don't, you don't recuperate. You just you live your life in a constant state of exhaustion, and you somehow, some way, get your body to get through it. I don't know how I do it. I don't know how I'm standing here right now talking to you guys. I, I really don't like, but I somehow make it. I mean coffee and caffeine, I guess, but that, does, you know, and I try to like eat relatively healthy because if I didn't, like if I ate like Dave does, I would, I would have died. <laughs> like wow. you, it, like all, Shots all you fired. can do is all you can do is, is like keep your body in the best physical state it can, because your mind is just gone. Like you're gone. Well, so anyway, well, JJ, I what mean... are you, what are you doing? What so... are, what is the perennial, what is the lifetime perennial bachelor doing this weekend? <sighs> As, I'm gonna bring in as, videos. I'm gonna bring in videos from Urban Air, by the way. You guys can as, see what I'm talking about. I'm not just as always, man. I'm gonna do anything I feel like doing. So, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, though, we we've been having a lot of deaths in the family. So uh, today, I got to run down to the city um, for a funeral. So I'll be doing that today, and then tomorrow, I actually have a uh, swingers event at a hotel party. So I'll be going to a hotel party. <laughs> <laughs> While you jumping on trampolines, <laughs> I'm going to be with the adults doing what adults Dude. do. <laughs> and then on Sunday, I'm going to recuperate. I'm probably going to like not do a daggone thing. I'm going to drink and watch TV and relax and get my mind like Sundays are my days to like sit down, do nothing. Like I don't really talk to a whole lot of people. I don't really do a whole lot of things. I like to just get be by myself, watch things, make myself laugh. Um, get high, sit on the couch, like relax and get ready for all the craziness. That is, I feel like it's the opposite. So like when I come into work, that is where I become the parent to all of my clients. And I'm like, got to get them through what they're going through. And then when I'm off, like right now, after this, I finish up one more thing. It's time to enjoy this weekend, baby. Single life. I hate, I hate you guys. <laughs> I take. I take JJ's approach to my Saturdays. If you try to contact me on a Saturday, I swear to God, you better be missing limbs. Like, 
you better be in the poorest health because guess what? I'm not answering or I'm going to take three hours. I'm going to decide whether or not I respond to you is how I handle that. Yes, so please don't call Sunday. us on the weekend. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency, guys. And, and we we going to uh, next next episode. That's what I was about to go off right now. But like on nah, the weekend, yeah, we don't have time. Do not no rants yet. All right. All right. All right. All right. And on that note, guys, we're wrapping it up. I hope let us like know who you'd rather let don't us know what to do. Yeah. Who, where do you want to spend the weekend? Let us know. Yeah. Who's going to have the better weekend. And on that note, yeah. let's go enjoy that weekend. Stay safe. Like, subscribe. Who you call? Come and get your justice. Fight, 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 f